Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Two Truths and One Lie. Now, this show is very different. This episode is quite different. Unfortunately, because of exams, because, you know, everyone else is studious, unlike us, uh, we have a lack of guests today. We only have two guests. We are joined today by Enoch and Harry. Say hello, guys. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Now, I realise I said only joined. I feel like as if I'm diminishing you guys. You're, you're no, I know. I feel, <laughs> no, I feel it's belittled. Okay. Look, after the length of time I've been here at this, in this studio, I get it. I'm not, I'm not fun. I'm not the new hotness anymore. I'm just some old guy. I get it. Um, no. yeah, I would have thought I'd have the opposite, you know? that's I'm, I'm truly shocked here. <laughs> no. Honestly, guys, I really, really do appreciate it. But because we only have two participants in the show our game show will run a bit different to what you guys heard last time so instead of it being three participants and an overarching statement harry and enoch will question each other about a statement i will give to one another god i feel like i just completely messed up that explanation but to put it simply i will say something about harry and enoch will question harry to figure out if he's lying or telling the truth and vice versa harry will question enoch about the statement i think i made that pretty clear i think we can go straight ahead dive straight into the deep end right guys yes sounds good okay so i think harry is going first enoch shall be questioning harry so are we ready boys ready as a lover be i guess ready and waiting <laughs> okay enoch Harry has never seen the Titanic. True or false? You have exactly 15 minutes to discover whether he's telling the truth or he's a big fat I mean, liar. That is a, that's a lot of time. Um, well, I mean, it, I mean, I already know it's true because no one's seen the Titanic. It sank in 1912. So unless you're James Cameron, I don't think you've seen it. I've seen its sister ship mean, that is still alive. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I mean, if you mean the movie Titanic, then I I, I join you in that. The friend. movie Titanic, yes, to make the it movie clear, Titanic. You know? Yes. Um, the movie. I mean, well, I guess I mean that's something. That's me potential though. Like, do you mean the movie Titanic, or do you mean the movie equivalent of a Titanic, like a movie that crashed so hard? It, I'm I'm being facetious. I'm going to start asking <laughs> questions now. Um, <laughs> so, you've never seen Titanic. Um, never. That's my first question. I, I've never I've never even heard James Cameron. No idea who he is. You've never even heard of James Cameron. Okay. Um, how do you know you're he then? Unless you're, you're, trying to, you're trying to misgender James Cameron live, live here on the... I am, I am mildly taking the mick when I say I don't know who James Cameron is. I have never seen yeah, Titanic, I know. but I do I was... know James Cameron from his amazing underwater expeditions. Yes. And it, you, you're never interested in knowing why he made them? I'm guessing it's something to do with his love of water. Yeah. You know, I'm, okay, I'm going to... I'm looking at the, the, the poster board behind you. I'm going to say, would you consider yourself an artistic person? Yeah, I suppose I do. I do very much enjoy yeah. music, films, television. You, you enjoy films. Do you, do you say you like romance films? I don't like cheesy rom... Well, actually, no, that's wrong. I love cheesy rom-coms. I'm saying that so I sound pretentious. I love a good cheesy rom-com. Uh, nothing beats love, actually, and I will stand by that fact. Um... I don't know. I do. I, there is something nice about kind of daring romance, but I just I feel like a lot of those kind of older romance films don't really do it for me. I don't like a serious romance film because it kind of I don't know. It kind of just outweighs it too much. Prefer, you prefer Netflix originals then instead? 
Oh, of course. Apart from The Boys I Loved Before on, I have not watched that yet. So interesting. So you did love romance films, especially not so serious romance films. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, I want to ask, um, what's your family, what's your family situation like? Um, are you got any siblings? I thought I was going in a different direction. Um, I, I do. I have a, I have a twin what brother. Direction? What direction? We're talking about romance, and you're asking about my family situation. <laughs> How dare you imply? That's disgusting. You have a twin brother. Interesting. Interesting. Um, what kind of films does he like? Good question. Actually, <laughs> he's very much a big World War Two nut. Um, he also recently has been rewatching a lot of um, Talladega Nights, the 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 not Will Smith, Will Ferrell film. So he 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 very much likes anything American with comedies and cars. Okay, he like, likes comedies like cars. He, li- he likes vehicles. He likes vehicles. Like it's all a big vehicle, like a like a ship, perhaps. Um. Okay. What do you know about the Titanic? Ooh, well, you know it's it's a ship. Um, had people on it. There was very much a class disparity between the uh, between the ticket holders. Um, had three, four funnels. Four funnels. Okay. Interesting. Now a lot about Titanic for someone who's never watched a movie explaining the inner workings of the ship. You know, it's such a it's such a big force in pop culture. It's really hard to not know yeah, um, what the Titanic is I without having about, seen the um, Titanic. The funders, the the, the fund. I mean, I'm talking about the people who you know. Um, so, what's the, the, the funder? The funder? Is that how it works? I sound the funderer. Fund, like I'm trying to say the person who funded the shit, but funder sounds wrong. Um, the person who gave the producer of the Titanic. The producer of the the person who paid to build the Titanic. <laughs> were they on the ship? This is a general knowledge quiz now, because I have 15 minutes to fill, so this is a general knowledge quiz. I've got to be honest with you, I have no idea. Interesting. Do you think they were good or evil? What, the person who built the Titanic? Who paid for it to be built. Ooh, I... Again, I do not know. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know someone paid to have it. Actually, no, the person who paid to have it built apparently built a second one. I know that, because I played... I read like a novel a while ago. Apparently, he paid to get two built. That's all I know. Interesting. Can I ask you, Harry? Where did you get a haircut? Uh, I get it down at my local place, Turning Green. How much does it cost? It costs. Uh, this one costs thirty pounds. My last one. Yeah. He gave me. He gave me a nice, a nice discount, which is very nice of him. Oh, that's so What style did you choose? Uh, do you know, I had a bit of um, length taken off. So uh, I got, I think I got my curls. Okay, I, I wanted to keep the curls in, but you know, keep yeah. keep a nice bit of length. Yeah. I'm not sure how this relates to the Titanic. No, no. <laughs> have you ever heard of the show called the, called Friends? I have, and I, I'm proud to say I've never watched an episode of Friends. Interesting, interesting, because the hairstyle you have um, is one some people could describe as the Rachel after a character mm. off the show Friends. Um, I'm wondering, Harry. The thing is, you clearly. Have, so fashion yourself after nineties fashion. Maybe you've seen also seen the biggest romant romantic film of the nineties, Mechanic. Maybe, maybe that's what's going on here. You see, I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't call myself actively nineties. I suppose some of my shirts do resemble nineties fashion. I do own a bucket hat, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't call myself nineties. No. You wouldn't call yourself nineties. What would you describe yourself as? Then tell me about yourself, Harry. I describe myself as. <laughs> 
young, dumb, and um, no, I describe myself as a uh, hip. Uh, <laughs> I would describe myself as hip and groovy. I think you know, hip and, hip and groovy. Groovy. Hip and groovy. That's a pretty old-fashioned word to use. Old-fashioned. Old I know. Well, you were time. you were catching on to my '90s trail, so I had to throw you into the '60s. I see. I see. Well, you know what else was a big influence in the '60s? LSD. I think that was its first big. I read the kind of kind of big influence. Um, tell me, what do you know about Soviet Union cinema? I'm guessing there wasn't very much in the Soviet Union. <laughs> Actually, oh, no, okay. to be fair, no, there wasn't very much foreign cinema from, you know, certain countries mm -hmm. due to a certain war that was cold. Um, but I'm guessing they had a lot of sort of, you know, state-made talent, state-made film. What do you know about the Soviets' effect on film theory and the art of editing? i got to be honest, not much. I'd have to ask my uh, my flatmate who's a film, film major. Yeah. Um, this sort of brings me on. You're head of music, right? You're you're the guy we trust to be in charge of all the music. What song are you gonna play this this week? Just name name three at the top of your head. Don't no looking. Right. Um, let's see. We have uh, the new Olivia Rodrigo, uh, Jealousy. Um, we also have let's see. We have Cloud Nine by Retro Video Club. And okay. we have the new single by Tia Coffee, and I can't remember the name from the top of my head. Look what you've done. There you go. Yeah. Um, you, this is just going to be jumping around now. You do English, you do theatre, you do theatre studies, correct, if I'm correct. I do, I do. Yeah. Not film, so um, no reason I would have seen Titanic. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Stanislavski? Oh, if I have to hear another person talking about Stanislavski. I never really studied the practitioners. I, I didn't, I, okay. I, I kind of... I like so to look more at performance studies. Well, no, I like to look more at performance studies. So, sort of looking at protesters' performance and you know more the more kind of pretentious artsy stuff. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. So, so what, what do you look at then? Tell me, tell me a little bit about it. Oh well, I mean, for example, you could talk about. I'm not sure what this has to do with Titanic, but um, <laughs> uh, for example, you could look at protests uh, regarding the recent Black Lives Matter movement and a lot, uh, how there was a lot of uh, use of theatrical methods such as die-ins, uh, you know, and the use of specific uh, chants and symbols. So that ties into semiotics. I hope none of my lecturers are listening because they're going to realize I'm bungling all of this. Um, but yeah, and we also looked heavily at a certain 1990s romance film, which I can't really remember off the top of my head. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Favorite play? Go. Oh, uh, I saw a production called uh, Freeman, um, which sort of talked about the uh, first case of uh, criminal insanity, and I thought that was quite interesting. Either that or Curious Incident, I think. Okay. Have you ever seen? Um, actually, oh, Curious Incident. I, I, I never actually want to see. It. Is it, the play be good? But I, I read the book. I love the book. But I've got to see the play. Is is? Oh my god! Out out of this whatever show. Go watch it. It's so good. Like, it's like the techniques they use and like the way they stage it. I, I can't even describe it, but it is a must see, 100%. After this 50 minute tangent, just make sure to go watch the play, everyone. Yeah. That's the um, thing I can take out of it. Uh, what else? Do you, do you like musicals then? Are you a big fan of musicals? Not really. I've, I, I, I do like certain musicals, but musical theatre is not my kind of thing. What, uh, what certain musicals? What musicals? Um, 
I think, well, obviously, you know, you can't not like Hamilton. Um, it's a very, a very yeah. catchy musical. Um, I think the Shrek wait. musical was very impressive, given the material okay. they had to work Can with. Give me a favour. Oh, yeah. Can we sing a song from the Shrek musical together? <laughs> sing a song, it's a travel song, if you have to go somewhere. Because the joy is getting God, what is happening? I love a roach. Interesting, interesting. I feel like this is less about Titanic and more about him psychologically dismantling yeah, me as a person so we can guess whether um, I'm like the thing is you, oh, you have no idea roles. what you've gotten yourself into you know. favourite roles I, can I look up IMDB no, uh, <laughs> I, no, no I'm no, very no, bad at putting no. faces hey, to roles alright Leonardo DiCaprio favourite roles alright see I want to say I want to say Wolf of Wall Street but the thing is I hate a lot of stuff about that film. <laughs> um, oh God. I'd have to say... Um, I think uh, Shutter Island, definitely. Okay, you know what? I think I've got everything I need to know. Okay, all right then. I, was I, think, say... I think you're, my answer might surprise you, Enoch. Yeah, okay. All right. I think... Enoch, what do you think? Do you think Harry has or has not? watch the titanic the movie to clarify from my testing i know when harry when harry spots something he generally knows about he has a great he, has a, he has, even when he doesn't know he has a quickness in his answer he he has a he sort of gets there quickly but when he's also about titanic the artificial pause he staggered over it he had to deliberate had to resist himself for answering so clearly i think there's, there's more going on there than than i think but at the same time it would be a truly boring lie to pretend to have not seen Titanic because how, how can I prove that? How can I prove it's, it, it? Like it'd be one thing to pretend to have watched Titanic, I could have like interrogated you about what happened in Titanic, but this is an insane way of doing things. I have to, I have to admit. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, looking in his his little his little smirk, he has watched Titanic. He knows who Rose is. He knows Harry? about the. <laughs> He's not yeah, but I, do you mind, didn't you, do you mind if you could you do the first reveal because I have a second one I would like to drop on Enoch. <laughs> what do you mean? You do do the first reveal. Do the first reveal. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. May I? May I? <laughs> right, Harry, take it so, away. Dunya, uh, I'm guessing that statement was meant to be one of my lies. Yes. Um, and however. I have never actually watched Titanic. So the entire time I was trying to play the persona of a man who has watched Titanic, trying to convince someone that he hasn't watched Titanic, even though in reality he hasn't actually watched Titanic. That was masterful, my friend. I, I, oh, I applaud you. I applaud I'm you. moving you dimensions ahead Enoch. of you. <laughs> Harry, I don't know if you listened to our last uh, Two Truths One Lie, but everyone was fooled by Enoch. Even me, even though I knew the answer, I was fooled by Enoch. He was spectacular, uh, an absolute spectacular lie. A little, you know, acting was great there. But now you had a taste of your own medicine, Enoch. Harry has well and truly fooled you. To be honest, I was fooling myself for a bit there. I spent the whole time trying to remember what my actual... If I'd actually watched Titanic or not. <laughs> um, so, Harry, my it. question is, considering your course, I have to say... Uh, quite well, it's a theatre course, not a, not a film course. <laughs> That's true. I, I, I should. I do need to. It is on my list of films I mean, that I tell I, people I'm I'm get on to Titanic. watching. I've not seen Titanic. So, really... <laughs> 
You saw two men in the blind trying to figure out who's seeing the light. It's literally blind leading the blind here. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Well, it seems like our next rule social has to be a Titanic film night, maybe, boys. Oh, can I dress as like Rose? It's like a four-hour film. Like four no. film. Can we do? Can we do the like the little the Titanic Boat pose scene. thing? Definitely, definitely. Okay, guys, we're going for a quick break, and then when we come back, it will be Harry questioning Enoch. I kind of want to throw my phone across the room Cause all I see your girls too good to be true With paper white teeth and perfect bodies Wish I didn't care I know their beauty is not my like But it feels like that weight is on my back And I can't let it go Come comparison Let it simmer When the car won't come my yard But she's on my line like 
I know yous that are way too inner Dropped out girls that are way too Twitter Voice notes of the man them about me Some man are way too bitter Chase, liquor, fake, filler MJ, thriller, she wanna with the ceiling mirror The late nights made me iller And the pain just made me realer She loves when I turn them lights off Watch all the ice on my chain just flicker I used to move silly with things But God forbid I move silly with things Took like a million L's I pray to God I get a million wins We ran through a million jobs I swear I ran through a million sims A million wrongs, a million sins All for a million rings Don't play me Whip, turbo, G, herbo Skid them merch like Peugeot None of my guys on furlough I couldn't fly out my browning So I'm gonna fly out my Virgo Ruler, Sergio, overseas on do not disturb Dog, you won't see me stressing Amani does weekly check-ins I'm wearing a hundred brats They know when I'm really stepping Babe, you know outing separate Don't f*** with your Niki brethren My gangster girl keeps me guessing Benny Hanna, she's seen these chefings I used to move silly with things But God forbid I move silly with things Took like a million L's I pray to God I get a million wins We ran through a million jobs I swear I ran through a million sims A million wrongs, a million sins All for a million rings Don't play me You do what you like Go
You're always in my head, never been so lost Talk to me, it's like you're never there It's like you never care that I've been so lost Suddenly, I see you everywhere You're always in my head, never been so lost Talk to me, it's like you're never there It's like you never cared that I've been so lost That I've been so Welcome back, everyone. Just to recap, unfortunately, we can't, you know, go ahead with our usual process and format of Two Truths, One Lie because no one is here with us, really. We only have Harry and Enoch again, and with the only. Every time it just gets worse yeah. and worse. We've gone, we've gone from only to no one. We've been downgraded. Okay, no. It takes a side. Today, we are here. We are joined by Enoch and Harry. Uh, we only have two contestants today, which means we cannot follow our usual standard format of two truths, one lie. So instead, we are switching it up and having one contestant versus one judge. So <laughs> I, I feel like I never explained it properly. But we've just had Enoch question Harry to see if the statement Harry has never watched the Titanic was true or false. Turned out it was true. Harry has never seen the Titanic and neither has Enoch. So they were both just, you know, two blind men trying to navigate the Titanic without really either of them knowing what they were talking about. Quite amusing. But now it is Harry's turn to question Enoch. Harry, Enoch once made an Olympian wet themselves. Is it true or false? You have 15 minutes to discover. Go. Right. Um, first of all, when you say wet yourself, do you mean like, are we talking like just a little bit of, accidental a little bit of pee? Are we talking you've just made them just, like, just um, you know? I made them spit take and then they also peed at the same time. It was very impressive. Like, oh, oh, okay. Like a little bit of pee. So it was kind of like it was kind of like an adverse reaction to the sort of the the spit take. Yes. And so, can you can you describe to me this situation? So can you tell me tell me the story? Yeah. Right. And how how this actually came to pass? It was it was year seven or actually yeah, year seven. Actually, what year was the year seven? It was the year after 2012, 2013. I would uh, yeah year seven. Um, Olympian, Olympian. Uh, I used to live in Bedford because I went to Bedford school. And Olympian knew I mean, gone to the local school. He's like, I'm going to come visit all the school in the local area. And so we were putting on a performance for them, you know, and on the fast, long, um, stronger, fast, longer speed sort of thing. Um, and I, I was part of Team Faster. We and so our performance was that 
where you got series of racers who were getting um, who were being upgraded after each race. And my job was I would I was the guy who had the starter gun. Um, and I was going to make a gunshot sound, but we hadn't established what the sound would be when the performance happened. But I just said bang. But also I was I was always one I was always about like a second too late. So I would so they would just, everyone get ready. A moment would pass. I would walk up, go bang, really obviously. Everyone, and then the first time I did this, the Olympian had like a literally was drink, literally drinking a cup of water. Was had it thing everywhere, and it was a humiliating, humiliating experience. Why were they visiting the local schools in your area? Because they lived locally. Well, they they'd been they they come from Bedford. Do you remember the specific Olympian? No, I don't care about Olympians. There's not a thing in my mind. See that that's getting me there because I feel like it's a, this is a story that did you did you tell your did you tell your family about this? To, do, is this a very a story you tell often? I don't tell anyone anything about myself. If you um, knew me better, you understand I'm a deeply mysterious person. Also, I don't tell my parents anything. I believe in a, the firm separation of life and family, in which I mean right, I don't know anything. Let me phrase this a different way. Then was this yeah. a position where other people would have talked about it? To the extent that it would have reached your parents and your parents knew about it. Well, my, I went to boarding school. So well, the other people could have talked about it. It would never reach my parents because they, really, they wouldn't really care. And so where was this boarding school? Bedford. We've just been over this. I know, but a boarding school, they're usually a lot more out in the country. You know, they're usually a lot more isolated. I don't know if you've been to Bedford, but it is practically isolated. It's a disaster area. Exactly, to the extent where I don't know why you'd have a boarding school when you could have like a nice cheap countryside patch 10 miles down the road. How much do you, uh, it, was, it was pretty, I mean, like it's a pretty decent, because I think they've been given the land, because they used to be set, based in the centre of town, but in 19, 1900 they moved to their current, their current location because they could got a great big sports field. See... I, I, what gets me is the, is the name. Can you describe the Olympian to me at all? I don't. He was like a dude, like short hair. I, I can't stress you enough how this like care about sports and they did not take this man's name. Like Mark or something. He sounded like a Mark. Lots of See, I, 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 feel like, I feel like you're playing too cool for school here in the way that I know that, I know that if I had made an Olympian piss themselves, I would have that on my grave. And I know that you're a different person. I know that I'm simply built different. But the thing is, I feel like that's a story that your family would have heard of through PTA meetings, you know, through kind of, you know, because you, you said you were in year seven. There's regular yeah. contact between parent and teacher at year seven. It's, you, a kind of, it's you, that kind of age. You really over, over, overestimate how much my school reported to my parents. You were truly <laughs> overestimating me. Oh. You see, I feel like... I feel. It's the boarding school. This all hinges on the boarding school. It really does. Because that's a very easy out for you in the way that you could very easily explain away a lot of the bullet holes in this story with the answer of, oh, there's boarding school. And can I ask, was this, was this mixed boarding? Was this uh, no, single boarding? No, um, single, single sex boarding. Okay. And um, L3 since 1543. And was it weekly termly? Weekly or termly? I was I was there full time. So I, I would stay over the weekends, only go home for exiat and half term. Okay. Could you describe the uh, the board situation to me? The board situation? Well, okay. So the in the prep situation. school, which is where I was at the time, 
Um, there was Eagle House, a nice thing in Eagle House. I actually, I was the youngest board in Eagle House when I first started in year four. And in the upper school, there were seven houses connected to each of the, you know, um, schoolhouses. Okay. And in terms of the rooms, can you, I, I need specifics here. Can you okay. get, get, talk to me about in the rooms? Case, um, the room I was in, in that year was called Wembley because all, all the rooms are named after, you know, um, stadiums are famous. So it was called Wembley. Um, it had eight beds. I was on, I had eight beds sort of laid, um, sort of in two, two sections of sort of, or four sections of two, but, and split in half. So it was the, you know, there was, there was two, 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 split the room, two, two. Um, I was on the, I, I go from this side. I was on the left, on the left hand side on the second bed. Um, I slept next to someone called Max, um, who called my sister Gorilla that year. They called my sister Camilla Gorilla. And I oh, hit wow. him with a stick. Uh, yes. Okay. And, all right. So, all right. Let me, let me walk you through a situation here, you know. Yes. It's a lovely Saturday morning. You've just woken up. Yeah. And so walk me through your routine. Where do you shower? Where do you brush your teeth? Where do you, but, you know... I'd shower and brush my teeth seven. in the, the shower close to us. But I, I normally, I would wake up, if it's a Saturday morning, I have to wake up early because a bunch of people have sports that day, so I don't want to get in early and get all that stuff started. Um, so I have to wake up early if I want to get in there. Um, then I'll get dressed Wait, wait, sorry, can I, can, I, can I stop you for a second there? Yes. I thought you weren't one for sports. Yeah, but other people work. So there's an English boarding school. Boarding school, man. Boarding school. All right, keep going. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a, it was a Saturday school, so I'd go in and get this ready for school, head downstairs, talk to my friends in my, in my prep desk. Then we have house meeting at eight. After that, we walk to the, um, the, to the dining hall for breakfast. Um, it's a Saturday, actually. So yeah, Saturday means that there's no um, tutor period at the beginning of the day, so we just go straight to lessons. Um, and then I would, you know, I would get to lessons, and then we'd end early, because um, we'd end early because it was Saturday. Um, I'll go back to the boarding house. We're allowed out into town from one till three. So I'd hang out with my friends who were going to town for a bit. Um, I only was, I was, I was on, back in year seven, I didn't have a card yet. So I was on a three pound budget every week. So I didn't be able to get three pounds out. Um, so we'll go to Poundland and get some candy and head back to the boarding house. And then, you know, we were just we'll waste where rest of that. So um, we wait till people could get, um, we would um, do sport, came back in the evening, we'll get some pizza and then we'll watch a movie as a house. And it was, yeah. Well, those are the days. Then we get to go to bed late because it was Saturday. I mean, late, not late for I me mean, now, but late for me as a child. You have to go to bed at like 8.30. Okay, and what about on Sundays where there was no school? Um, Sundays, we, we, we get, I, well, we had a chapel because it was a, a Christian school. So I, the chapel would alternate. I, it was either in Sunday early morning or Sunday late evening. Um, so if it was early morning, there'll be no lying. We'll wake up at around, well, there will be a lion. We'll wake up at around 8 chapel will be at nine, brush breakfast, get to chapel. Then normally it'll be some sort of Sunday activity, like we'd go to the cinema or we'll go, we'll, I'm going to the country or we'll go like, we'll do something on a Sunday. Um, and then the rest of the day, and then we get back, it's um, sort of just a normal, normal schedule. Um, if it's if it's chapel in the evening, we have a lion until about, we have a lion that's late to breakfast. Then after lion, after that, we would go straight to the next our activity. Then of course, get back, get changed, get showered, go to chapel, go to bed. And this shower, Right. Was it real or was it at a fake boarding school that you've just made up now? It was a real shower, a real school. Damn, got me there. Um, okay. 
Well, okay, I think I'm ready to make my guess. Do I okay. do I have more questioning time or can I can I make my guess? I mean, it's up to you. You have Actually, I'm sorry, I have one more one more final question. You have yes. four minutes, so ask away or you can make a decision after this question. Um yeah, I'd like to ask, can you tell me about your housemaster? Housemaster. Well, we had two housemasters in my time um, at Eagle House, and I had another two in my time in Redburn, which is my upper school house. Um, Eagle House, we had Mr. Clark, um, kindest, loveliest man. Um, he had a daughter who had two, and, he, um, and from her, he had two grandchildren. Um, they both had cystic, cystic fibrosis. Um, so he spent a lot of time campaigning for that. That um, He retired at the end of my year five um, to spend more time with his family. Um, I'm friends with him on Facebook now. He's an absolutely lovely man. My second house teacher, and he was a math teacher. My second teacher um, was Mr. Uh, Mr. Lincoln and his wife, Mrs. Lincoln, and they had, and they had two kids, Molly and Josh. They're much younger. Uh, Mr. Lincoln was a PE teacher, and he, oh god, uh, was obsessed with fitness. I think he had a hernia or something. Um, I wasn't very clear, but he used to joke about having a hernia. So I used to think he had a hernia, but I don't know if he did. Um, he did it overall. Um, yeah, he was a uh, he was a nice enough guy. He was a nice bloke. And can I ask you one more time? I hate to be repetitive. Could you tell me about the, that bedroom, please? The bedroom. Okay, yes. so Wembley, I told you. If I you can either see it as four as two sets of four or four sets of two. And that that's how that how it was structured. It was the biggest room in the house. Um I don't else you want to know about it. Yeah, I'm ready to make my answer. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so Harry, what do we think? Did Enoch make an Olympian wet themselves or not? Tell us. He did not. Enoch, Sorry. will you please say, did you or did you not make an Olympian wet themselves? It was true. It was all true. No! <laughs> oh. Oh, it was all true. It was all true. Um, I know. I know he wet himself because afterwards he was shaking our hands and he knelt down. He would like shake down and whisper something. I knelt down. And he said, "Um, let me peel a little bit. Thank you." Because I was like, it was very funny. Because everyone was like being mean to me, and he was like, "It was good. Don't worry." So oh. I still don't know who it was. I genuinely have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about sport. <laughs> I mean, Enoch. The only reason I picked that statement uh, after the three that you sent me is because I had to know how on earth. Did you make an Olympian wet themselves? It was very <laughs> funny. I had, it was natural comedic timing. <laughs> natural born comic. Yeah. What else can we... It's Raw's finest. Raw's finest comedy, isn't it? What are you doing at Raw? Go to comedy <laughs> club, Enoch, isn't it? I am in comedy society. Oh. <laughs> oh there you <laughs> go. <laughs> right. Harry, yeah. are you surprised then? Are you... Uh, I am. I thought... I... I thought... I kind of... I kind of played myself because I was like, I know Enoch's very good at fooling someone. And so I thought that well, he, because he threw in a lot of detail and the detail yeah, never changes. And that's usually what you see a lot in someone who's lying. Because if someone's telling the truth, they'll add bits and they'll remember stuff the more they repeat the story. But if it's a pre-rehearsed lie, a lot more often than not, they'll just stick with the same over and over rigid. Mm. So that's, that's what I, I thought was happening. But it turns out, no. No, you can't play me, Harry. I'm on, I'm on this level. Seems like we, we Enoch both played has... each other today. Yeah, we Enoch both played each the other. Hand. <laughs> Seems like Enoch once Revenge. again. Enoch once again, however, has fooled. You know, has has been has been. Ah, Enoch once again has fooled the two truths one lie team here. So first, it was in the first episode he fooled Rin very well. Now you, Harry. I wonder who else he'll be fooling 
for the rest of the term, mate. Enoch, you, you're on a, on a streak here. You're on a streak. Oh, you know, it's 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 always an honour to win, but it's maybe not the best honour to how I've won. Who knows? You know, maybe I... Maybe I know I what you mean. It, it does feel good to win, especially when I think I won against you earlier in the show. It was a very good feeling. <laughs> Right, guys, thank you so, so much for coming on here today, especially as, you know, I was very desperate asking for contestants and everything, but thankfully you guys came through. So thank you, thank you very much for that. And uh, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this impromptu version of Two Truths, One Lie. But hopefully next time we'll have, you know, our two judges, three contestants back to our usual format. Enoch and Harry, hopefully we'll see you guys again. Enoch, you know, to fool someone else and Harry to to try again. I'm, I'm hoping next time Enoch is also a contestant so I don't have to get bamboozled <laughs> again. But it would... <laughs> we'll see. I, I, I was fully... Ba- you fully bamboozled me. I don't use that word lightly. I was just I being was... honest. You could have just trusted I me. I know. No, you're being just... honest in such a shady way. You're like... The way you put so much detail, you're like, oh yeah, and he's like... He, has cystic, he was doing research for raising money for cystic fibrosis but he's a lovely guy and he does all this. I was like... You, you were... Oh. You tell the truth in such a <laughs> an un, a dishonest way. What the fuck of my character this is? All right. <laughs> it's your character arc. Right, guys, thank you very much. And listeners, have a great rest of the Friday afternoon. Bye, everyone. All right. Bye, guys. Raw Breakfast, the feel-good way to start your day. This is Breakfast Radio for Warwick students, by Warwick students. Playing the feel-good hits and brightening up your morning. Plus, we have the best gaps, games and giveaways to freshen up your stagecoach commute. Listen to Raw Breakfast every day from 8am. Yeah, my heart is beating like a bass drum. Hitting every part of me till day comes. Me from the start, and I can't deny. I've already fallen, and I can't lie. Don't know why I think about you all the time. Took me by surprise, but it feels alright. Baby, it's right.